Town Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Warriors come out to play. Or don't. Or don't. I'm cool. So the Kings can get a W. We're talking rivals here because, and rivalries. And where were you at with the Kings? Is it Warriors, a rivalry? Is it a rivalry? Um, yeah, why not? It's a modern day rivalry. I feel like, you know, the, the deep rooted history rivalry, like there's a, there's a handful of them, but I feel like nowadays, like, you know, last year, like I said, with the rivalry week for the Warriors last year was them against the Grizzlies. And, you know, they have one big playoff series with the Kings. And now all of a sudden Kings Warriors is the biggest rivalry. So it feels like nowadays it's so like, it's just it's it's just a shorter period of time to build. Like we're calling Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes a rivalry, and yeah. I think it's been three years, which I guess is around the time where mm-hmm. it's okay. But yeah, it's it is it's a rivalry, I guess. You know, of of sorts. It's just not your traditional rivalry. So I'm on. You know, I'm 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 looking up stuff. We're just I'm taking in. Taking in sports, media, taking in a lot of different takes. And I see one that basically says it's a Niner person. And it basically says, y'all don't understand. Brock Purdy has teams rooting for their rivals. That's what they said, right? And this Niner fan, it got, you know, got a lot of... uh, Great likes, of course, from Niner fans. Yeah, it's us against the crazy interaction, crazy impressions going insane. Yeah, that's right. It's us against the world. This has never the happened. Map, remember the yeah. map. Nobody wants us to win, right? Just a couple zip codes. That's it. Even though the Niners have one of the biggest fan bases and they've been <clears throat> traveling the best throughout the whole course <clears throat> of the season. <clears throat> no idea what you're talking about. Well, that's no, what no, happened. they don't. They don't want you to believe. Well, that's, I mean, they don't well want... at the same time, yes, that's. But true. also that as but well. But also they have no fans. So they're claiming that this is because of Brock Purdy, and mm-hmm. I will say that the Brock Purdy situation is incredibly unique. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've ever seen a situation. Be I mean, Tom Brady is similar. Right, because he came in, he was a late draft pick, and the Patriots were rolling. So Tom Brady might be the only situation similar to Brock. Off the top of my head, somebody can remind me. You can call in 916-339-1140, Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. And when you are in a unique situation, it's polarizing. And when that situation is polarizing, you pick other sides. There are, we read off Quincy Avery's tweet yesterday that was just a very realistic tweet post about Brock Purdy, right? Some Niner fans still didn't like it. No, he is he's mentally elite and his elus- elusiveness is elite. It's just nothing is good enough even when you have a normal post, right? So now Niner fans are saying that people hate Brock Purdy so much and I guess Brock Purdy and the Niners that Packer fans are rooting for the Lions. Right. Is it crazy for me to Which say that even with the Packers fans rooting for the Lions, that's not that random. Because you just lost to the Niners. Niner fans are kind of, you know, they're they're very talkative these yeah. days. I just don't think it's that crazy. I'll put it to you in sure. a different perspective. Yeah. 
Lions I'm are a, also a tough one because the Lions, like, they don't, they haven't hurt anybody, right? No, and it's like, a great yeah, story, no right? But let Niner fans tell it. It's this has never happened before, right? I would, I would venture to say the similar situation with the Red Sox and the Yankees. Now, obviously, this is more specific, but I would guess that when the when the Red Sox were facing off, or when the Yankees were facing off against the Astros, even Red Sox fans wanted the Yankees to win, right. right? Now, that's a specific situation. I got another one for you. Last season, last season, I was on the other side. I was out there in the Bay. I see you on the text line to Alan Mita, hates guys who hustle. No, I don't, 510. You know I don't. I hate Just guys pod. who fake yeah. hustle, yeah. okay? We'll talk, we already talked about that. So, out there in the Bay, Chris, I was flabbergasted last season when the Kings lost to the Warriors – and then after that, the Warriors took on the Lakers. Yeah. And Kings fans wanted the Lakers to win over the Warriors. Is that, that was what y'all said? That was incredible. Is that what y'all said? That's what I saw. That's what I saw. That's what I saw, Chris. I saw a lot of confliction. I don't know if anyone ever ended up falling on any, either side of the rope People, on that one. But, but my point is because it was more recent. Sure. I think if you flip that – and LeBron has the the 50 burger right. and the Lakers beat the Kings at home and then they go on to play sure. the Warriors I think that percentage whatever it was maybe Davis stomped on one of our players yes ag- agreed agreed <laughs> agreed and then after that it would be okay now we would rather the Warriors win and I think that's more of what we're seeing I know, like I said, Brock, I think some of it is Brock Purdy and the fact that Brock Purdy is a polarizing story, yeah. one of the most polarizing story in the NFL this season. And the last, the, every, ever since he stepped foot, because I think even last season people didn't think it would continue, and then it did. So for Packer fans to root for the Lions to win, I don't think it's all on Brock. I think it's a combination of a lot of different yeah, things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's enemy of an enemy is my friend kind of thing. Yes. And again, like... Lions are harmless. It might mm-hmm. be a little bit tougher if it were, say, the Vikings against the the mm-hmm. the uh, the Niners, because then Packer fans are really or the Bears. I mean, it, either one of those teams mm-hmm. is just a bigger rival, so it's it's tough. I understand why you know you gotta you have to end up picking a side. Mm-hmm. Trust me, you you gotta pick at least one or the other. But you know, it's it's, it's also you could argue like it it could be some new fandom as well. Like this could be a new era of fans where you know even. 20 years ago in the early 2000s, it might have been kind of against fan etiquette. It's like, no, I don't care. The Lions are our rivals. I'm not going to root for the the Niners, but, you know, I'm also not going to root for the uh, for the Lions. So yeah. I, it kind of feels like, you know, I don't know, a, a bit of something. I understand why, again, I understand why Packers fans would pick the Lions over the mm-hmm. Niners, especially with the Niners being the team that eliminated them. But it's – uh. I don't know. It's it's because it just kind of feels like the new age of fandom too. Yeah, and I just I think a lot of it just depends. And there's just levels of hate to yeah. your point. Giants Dodgers that is real That's hate. Deep. Yeah, like they, there's no world in which yeah. either Dodger fans are rooting for Giants or Giants are rooting for Dodgers. No, it doesn't the, matter if the Dodgers are playing the Astros exactly. or the Yankees. Exactly. It if the Giants most recently lost to the Cubs and it was a really 
a really tough series and there was some chippiness and maybe a fake brawl, something like that, just bad blood. Yeah. And then the Cubs go on to beat. Say, we're actually a big market. Yes, you know? exactly. We fly the W. Yeah. The Cubs go on to face the Dodgers. Giants fans still want the Cubs to win. Absolutely. There's just different levels. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, in this situation, everybody is saying that people hate Brock Purdy and hate the Niners. I do think that's part of it. I was going to say, do you truly think, like, what if you had to give Allen Styles' map of what you think the the actual Niners versus Lions fandom in the rooting US. interest in the U.S., what would you say? I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to actually give me the states or whatever, or 48 of 50 or anything like that, but mm -hmm. do you feel like it's pretty much, for the most part, Niner fans or, you know, people who – root for the Niners, whether it be locally or, mm. or whatever, um, against quite literally everybody else? Or do you I think it's a little like bit that. more like, you know, like, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty neutral observer in, yeah. in, in this thing. Like, I... I um, think the Midwest I is probably pulling for the Niners. But here's my thing. The Niners, they travel the best. And all of those fans are not traveling from California. So no. we already know they have a strong fan base. Yeah. So that's why I know that this whole thing is just Niner fans wanting to be that underdog or wanting to be hated, yeah. right? Because they're not I the underdog. I do feel like there is an element of Lions being the America's team. Though. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. But that's more about the Lions being America's team versus I don't want the Niners to win. I think it could be a healthy combination of both, but I yeah. do think it leans more so towards Lions love and in, in the story that would be and also, I mean, who doesn't love to see? I mean, we build these things up to see you crash down. Yeah. Come on. It would be kind of, uh, from a national perspective, not locally at all, yeah. but, you know, to see the Niners have this big, amazing season and prop up their quarterback that everyone's been denying all year, for them to fall flat on their face right before getting to the dance, mm -hmm. like, who, you know, just, you gotta, you gotta think about, you know, you could already see Stephen A cooking up some things for Monday. If no, I agree. Like, I agree. I the only way you can really do this and see if there's true hate for the Niners is if the Cowboys or Eagles took care of business. Right. If yes, one of absolutely. them, and, and we can just stick with one of them and say the Cowboys, yeah. right? Cowboys is the If the Cowboys took care of business and people, neutral people, were rooting for the Cowboys that would over something. the Niners, mm -hmm. then I'd say, okay, there's real deal hate. You really can't, you really can't guess or figure it out with the Lions because the Lions have a very specific situation. All right, get into a break. When we get back, we are looking at the all-star starters that will get released later today. We will pick ours. Also, I have a story that you're not going to want to miss. Thousand Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Nate Littlefield with an injury report on both sides for the Niners Lions. Nate, what you got for us? I got pretty much all good news for Niners fans. Okay. I mean, not for Detroit fans or, you know, uh, I'm not rooting for injuries or anything here, but no, here, here's happen. what we got. I don't want to get misconstrued. Uh, end up like our guy Chewy. <laughs> but the Lions starting center, Frank Ragnow, and left guard Jonah Jackson. Ragnow is a beast, by the way. Mm 
uh, have yet to practice this week for Detroit. So that's not a good sign. Thursday is usually the last mm-hmm. day, the go-ahead day before like a walkthrough on Friday. Uh, and then it is actually it's uh, it's Debo weather because Debo mm-hmm. did practice today in a limited way. But uh, yesterday, I don't know if it was mentioned. I was on a different show, so mm-hmm. but Debo was practicing off to the side by himself. Uh, so he was there, but today he's there limited. Uh, I don't know if he was wearing the uh, the black jersey, the no touch jersey, non contact jersey, or okay. red, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, but Debo's looking to be on track, and two starting linemen, good linemen, are not for Detroit. It's a really, it's it is a really compelling situation because if the Niners go out and just beat the brakes off the Lions, Brock haters, they'll find a way because they'll just yeah. go back to the the weapons. But part of the reason this has been so contentious this last week is because Brock put up a a a, a a performance that is perfect for these debate shows and for these radio shows and everything. You yeah. stunk all game and had one really good. It was the perfect thing. If mm-hmm. he had bought out the whole time. Yeah, he fed both sides. Right. He fed both sides. And that's why this thing continues. So thank you for that update, Nate. All right. Before we continue on here with. Before we continue on here, we have some numbers for the Kings, uh, their, the the trade interest. We also to, are going to pick our all-stars so far. I got to get this off my chest, and we had a special edition of Wet Blanket Wednesday yesterday. <laughs> but technically, this happened on Wednesday, so I'm going to carry it, it over to today, and this is what happened. So, basically, you know, I'm getting my health insurance taken care of, or life insurance taken care of. And because we have the little one, they ask, hey, you guys can come in separately, you know, just go. It's a doctor's appointment. They they take your vital, all all that stuff. Right. So just not thinking, I say, "Okay, I'm going to you you guys can just come here. Yeah, that'd be great. You just come here and uh, super convenient. Yeah, super. And it was convenient. Right. Dude walks in. Right. I not you opens the door, knocks in super vert. Okay, maybe a cool 6'3", burly guy. Yeah, that's super vert is 6'3". I would say so. Okay. And I had no... I, normal. So I yeah. wasn't prepared. Does right? burly mean tattoos? No, he was a, He was not skinny. Gotcha. He was not yoked, but he was not skinny. He could. He looked like a lineman to yeah. me. Okay. Right? Like those like dudes a at survi- T-Mobile who it's like, why are you yeah. working at T-Mobile? Yes, he could right? be a bouncer. I'll put it to <laughs> you like that. He's a survivor. He yeah. could yeah. easily be yeah. a bouncer. So he walks in, he's got boots on, so, you know, he's yeah, getting he's, a little bit of a He's standing on business. Yeah, okay. he's standing on business, and I just... I'm ready to. I wasn't least. prepared. I was not prepared. Yeah. Now he's in your house. Now he's in my house. Yeah, he's in your house. Now he's already in he my house. He came to you. Exactly. So he, he comes in, live. and I you know I know what you got to go through, but once you, once you get to a certain age, I feel like when I've gone to the doctor, they don't really make you take your shoes off all the time. It depends <laughs> sure, yeah. what's going on. So I'm just here, no shoes on, not really prepared, and like I said, I haven't been in these streets for a very long time and my wife we just have an understanding of of what my height is she doesn't question me (laughs) we just have an understanding of what my height is right we just have an understanding understanding. we have an understanding dude we have an understanding right we just don't ask questions 
You don't ask, right? Because we're the same height. We're the same height. So here you go. Oh, so we get numbers out. So we get ready. We, we, you know, this is crazy. This guy sets down. He sets stuff up. I'm in a great mood. Me and Chris had an outstanding (laughs) show yesterday. People are still watching the video. This guy's in my house. So I'm getting ready. I just like I'm messing around on my computer. I'm like, okay, you want to do the the blood first, whatever. He's like, okay, we're gonna do height and weight. Uh, you, yeah, you, you want to go first? I go sure. And then I start realizing, oh. You know, I, I don't I don't have shoes on, right? My You're wife is right there. No I'm in a contra- compromising position. Oh, no man. Dr. Scholes can save me now. <laughs> and I get up against the wall, and this man says it out loud. And last time I checked, it's that's not where it was. Right. And I'm not, Where's no. the HIPAA laws here? <laughs> that's right. He did not round up. He did not round up. And it's the what? first time. Hold on. This, this is, my this is the first time that this... Size has been said out loud Broadcasted. to my wife, and I'm just thinking, oh my goodness. Did she hit you with the Kevin Hart? She's, she like, just, I just, she's just pretending to work, and uh, he says and it out smirking. loud. He <laughs> yeah. says it out loud. Then she goes, and he says nothing. He says nothing. He doesn't say it, because I'm thinking maybe it's a, something to remember. Right. Right. So he's going to say hers out loud yeah, yeah. so we can know, because right. we've always said we're the same size. Right? Yeah. He doesn't say hers out loud. So the whole time yeah. where he's taking our blood, our blood pressure, everything like that, I'm trying to, I'm literally trying to slyly look and see her page <laughs> to see what hers said. And I'm thinking, brother, why would you, you know what it is. Why would you say this out loud? He tried to play me and disrespect me in my own house. <laughs> with my daughter and my wife and my two cats. This is my house. Not in front of the cats. Not, Not in front, front of, of both cats. cats. I wanted to kick Bro. him out, man. He did it on you purpose. You kick him out? The way he He's said it was so smug. The way he said it was so smug. Okay, fine. He said, oh, Yeah, six. I'm thinking... Yeah. And you didn't say he. Okay, it wasn't. Oh, that. Sorry, sorry. It wasn't. That. That's not that funny, wild. Kyle. <laughs> now Kyle's back there. I had to get. I had to get it off my chest, man. It was why I just. I was not prepared for that. Are you more comfortable well, saying your crazy. height or weight? On where? Like if your life depended where? on it right now, would you rather tell me on air your height or your weight? I I don't know. Really? I mean, this, I would probably say height. Some sort of HR I would say violation. height because you wouldn't know, right? Like I said, I was not, I was caught up, and I think what it is is because he was tall, the Dude, angle yeah, was, bad, was bad, so he couldn't yeah. really see yeah. what well, I he probably, actually yeah, he was. He was looking down, so he, he probably was, okay, saw yeah, the height that like. And he was, had on boots too. Yeah. I should have been like, take off yeah. your boots. <laughs> Don't measure me without taking off your I boots. I feel like I'm in delirious right now looking at you in that jacket. Come on, man. You're standing up. You're, dude, you're killing it. Uh, yeah. I just, I had to say this, man. Yeah. I didn't like that he was in your house disrespecting you. Uh, that was the last time I will do that a not cool. that is, You knew he did not have to say it out he loud. He definitely did yeah. not. In front of my wife. Yeah, that's crazy. In front that's of my crazy. wife is crazy. <laughs> in front yeah. of the cats. In front of the cats. In front of my daughter. Your daughter. My daughter didn't even want to be held by me the rest of the day. No. She wasn't high enough off the ground. <laughs> she wasn't. She said, "Daddy, I'm on your, uh, I'm on your shoulder. I still can't see anything. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. Got to get to a break. So disrespectful. Got to get to a Come break. On. When we get back, we got prop talk and dog segments. Sounds and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. I tried to open up. I tried to keep it real on these airwaves. And the Sack Chat, I'm getting cooked. Flambeed. 
I am getting My cooked, goodness. fried, and grilled. Mm. And Nate says he loves it. Nate says he Pretty loves great. it. Chris Watkins. Yo. Let's do some prop talk, and then we got our dog segment. Okay. Do you have a prop? I know I got one ready to go. I you got, go ahead. You guys go ahead. So I'm coming yeah. off a heater, That's okay, true. because I had Malik five and a half assists, and we're keeping track here. I think I'm two and one. I'm coming Since, off one, too. You are offensive only Chris, rebounds, HB. Chris needs um, to get back on on the winning struggling. side of things, and the, it, it, this is I can't even focus now. People are saying I bet Styles around. like short ribs, favorite <laughs> yeah, dessert, hilarious. strawberry shortcake. This is crazy. There's a lot of short foods, huh? I hope it doesn't take long to cook. Broccolini. I love like broccolini. I actually do love broccolini. A mid rock. Cooked like a short stack of pancakes. Mini We're done here. Dogs. All right, you've had enough. All right. I will not stand for that foods. one. Sorry. Baby that, carrots. No, that's too much. You were eating baby carrots earlier, Nick. Yeah, gotta keep the vision up. Here I go. <laughs> Forgot about that. At first, this morning, I thought I was gonna rock with Nate had a super pick, which was the little when they give you a little bit of extra cheese. Well, you have to take the over. Yes, right. obviously. And that was De'Aaron 29 and a half. I told Nate to take it because I think De'Aaron's gonna go crazy today. Rivalry game. Steph, sure. you know he likes that. The more I think about it, I'm just a little worried about that because basically if you don't go off, if you don't set the tone in the yeah. first quarter, yeah. it's going to be pretty tough. Now, normally I think De'Aaron is at about 26 and a half or 27 and a half. I'd probably stay away. I, I'm going to stay away from that, not to steer anybody the other direction. Because of that, lock. Because of that, lock this Keegan Murray over 15 and a half. That's a lock. Wow. That's a lock. 16 points. 15 and a half, 16 yeah. points. That's a lock. Uh, I'll, That's a lot. I'm going to piggyback off your Keegan. For then. Keegan? It's not a guarantee. I'm saying they're going to get the ball out of De'Aaron's hands. Okay. Well, but then what's yours? No, I don't have one yet. I'm still, okay. I'm still looking. Uh, I'm going to ride off, <laughs> off uh, on this still uh, Keegan Murray train. And they got him at half half a dunk. So all or nothing again. I'm sticking on this okay. all or nothing train last uh I like that. Last game we did I offensive like rebounds for HB. He had two, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Keegan at half a dunk. I am taking Keegan gets a dunk. Nice. I like game. that. One. I like one that. dunk. Uh I don't know exactly how you quantify the stat of a dunk. It just gotta go hands directly into basket. Yeah, Keegan does bit. push the line a little bit. By there. the way, did you see that play yesterday, Derek Jones Jr.? That oh, was yeah. crazy. Yeah. He threw he the threw ball in, in yeah. but he was not that close to the hoop. Now, I don't think, to answer Nate's question, would that have been a dunk? His hand didn't touch the rim. Yeah. But Ugh. he was above the rim. Yeah, that it's one's so definitely weird. a fine line. I don't know. Probably, I guess probably not, because you do have to draw a line at some point and say a dunk is technically hands on the rim. I think right? you have like to. you got to place it yeah. into the All right, Nate's itself. taking the dunks. That yep. was Chris's demise last was. last time, but Nate's going half a dunk. So one dunk for Keegan Murray. I'm going yeah. over 15 and a half, 16 points for Keegan Murray. Can I, can I say the couple that I'm just eyeing right now and I haven't fully sure. uh, locked my target in yet? So I'm seeing, seeing Kevin Herter, two and a half threes. It's just Kevin's been uh, made. really good. Ri- made. Made yeah. threes. Uh, he had six against Milwaukee. Two against Phoenix, seven against Indiana, and then two the other day against uh, Indy. I'm sorry, 
against Atlanta, uh, he had two threes. Against Indiana, he had seven. So he's been up and down. We know I'm he's playing better, Kevin, but it's yeah. it's a it's a tough one. Uh, in the spirit of Nate doing the all or nothing, I see HB at .5 turnovers. It's an interesting one because he just doesn't have the ball in his hands a lot. I'm staying away from that one. Yeah, I'm staying away. That one's scary. <laughs> you made me want to do like it. The, I like the cave on more than that one. Okay. I like the two and a half made threes. And then the other one I'm looking at is simply just because Sabonis has been on another level and uh, maybe he won't be as aggressive scoring against the Warriors like we've seen in the past. Eight and a half assists. And as we know, Sabonis has been putting up crazy triple doubles left and right. 15 assists against Milwaukee, 11 against Phoenix, 10 against Indiana. He only had six the other day against Atlanta. Set at eight and a half. Assists. Assists. I like that. I would take probably Domas's rebounds. Kevon Looney is not, he's not it right now. But he just shuts down Domas. That's what's But he, me. he shuts down a lot of people last season. It just sure. looked bad because that was the playoffs. Yeah. Definitely looked bad. He doesn't even play that. He he hasn't even playing that much. So so what's your what's your move yeah, then, Chris? Chris? Go with that oh, Domas one. I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with the Domas eight and a half assist. Yeah, that's, um, that's, over okay. that's over. Yeah, over. Okay, uh, we got a little extra time here, and I know we got dog segment, mm-hmm. but let's can we do a couple Warriors real quick? Can I just list a couple for you? I just want to hey, watch sure. out. Sack chat might kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I deserve it then. <laughs> uh, Steph at twenty seven and a half. You like the over or under on that? It's really hard to go. Yeah, on that. that one's yeah. a great line because that is. And tough. I believe he didn't get that last night. Right. So I would venture to say he will get that tonight. Okay. So I you think over? over? Yeah. Both thinking that? I think so. I think on the morning show I said he'd have 34. So okay. I wouldn't feel great about it. It's just tough to bet anyone, or not, I guess we're not betting, but to no. say that anyone is going to do over 20, like even De'Aaron, like, right? We've been talking you just about gotta get going 26 quick. and a half. It's like you're you're banking on them having a great game yes. or even yeah. just a, a really good game, and there's not much margin for error. So it's um, tough with anybody, even Steph. This one is really hard for me personally just because I straight up just don't know. Wiggins, two and a half rebounds. It's kind of like he's coming off the you know? bench. Yeah. yeah. It feels safe, but then also there's a reason it's there. Exactly. Yes, yes. Because he was a rebounding monster the yeah. year they won, but like I said. Way too deep of a number if you want. Wiggins is a guy I stay away from. Anybody <laughs> yeah. that I don't trust your motor, I stay away from. Kings have the uh, best defensive rebounding percentage in the NBA. So oh. that means like all available defensive rebounds, the Kings grab a good majority of them. I think it's like 73%. So Wish if you're betting could've... anybody to like have a big rebound, yeah. night, probably going to have to be on the offensive end. I would say that somebody like the chances, like me and Chris talked about, or Chris and I talked about the chances of Kaminga. He hasn't missed a shot in 11 shots. I would go <laughs> under on Kaminga. Okay. Last one here then real quick. And this is De'Aaron Fox. So going back to the Kings, don't feel like you have to answer this one, but made five, made free throws at five. I am not touching that. That's for sure. I'm just not touching that. Yeah, I'm not touching Yeah. But if I were to do it, I'd go go under Uh, simply because I don't know how often he's going to get to the free throw line. And it's made five. It's not. You think about it, if he only goes three times. Right. Yeah, so that's you, you can only miss one. Right. Lock right. it. If he goes seven, then lock. Probably. We need a like a lock sound, like a yeah, yeah get like on a it. Vault closing. Get on it. <laughs> I know he's he's telling us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll, we send need one. One. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Someone should no, go I can find look one. for one. There you go. All right, dog segment.
And I guess at this point, we can parlay our dogs with our yeah, picks, if you will, because I said Keegan over 15 and a half. Keegan is my dog of arf, the game. Arf. Okay. You guys heard, I, I wanted to go Kevin. Um, I'm also thinking about HB. You know, HB, he's got a history with this Warriors team, obviously, and this could be the last time, possibly, in a Kings uniform he plays against the Warriors. You know, forget it. Yeah, I'll pick HB. Back to back. Back to back wow. big games for HB. You talked about <laughs> how you know, having big games could uh, raise your trade yeah. value. I don't believe in it, but, you know, why not? Let's let it fly. Uh, HB has a big night against the Warriors and says, I've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Throws it back in Draymond's face. Wait, so Wiggins is coming off the bench with Chris Paul out? He was coming off the bench either way. Okay. Uh, they've been starting Sarich and Looney. Yes. Uh, Interesting, because Moody or Kaminga. Wiggins, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, Kaminga, I think, came off the bench. Right. They don't. They're they're all over. They're all over. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know their their lineup set, but I do see the over under at two forty three. So high scoring game, which mm-hmm. I think is fair. But I'm gonna go with. I last time I went with Fox didn't work out amazingly. It was fine, but. I'm going to go another easy pick. Well, actually, this might be a little controversial. I'm going to go Sabonis against Looney because you mm-hmm. gave me a little confidence in him with That's that. That's right. You know? yeah. I want to see him take it to him down there a little bit and you know get, get those rebounds, okay. those defensive rebounds. I want to see not the Warriors getting several offensive rebounds like they did in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that needs to be prevented. So just, just Domas. Not even need to be a high-scoring game. Just... I want to see Dog rebounds. Goodness. I want to see the rebounds. Yeah. There you go. From the 209, De'Aaron Fox is going to show up with Seth's shoes on. From the 916, Davion. I, they must have been listening to the morning show because that's what Jason Ross had. Davion going to show out and lock down the guards for the Warriors. Here we go on the sack chat. Manny too legit. Fox is my dog. He's going for a 40-piece. Mm. Dwayne Baker. Domas is my dog tonight. You also have Martin saying that HB will have another big night. Farewell and goodbye in this Kings and Warriors game. There you go. There you go. Will the Kings be able to get it done? We sure hope so. All right, get into a break. When we get back, crossover, crosstalk with the Drive Guys. Siles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. We are joined by one half of the Drive Guys, Whitey Gleason, as we finish up our show. Whitey, I had something for you. And and well, thanks. We we we've heard this, or I've heard this in different ways, but this one is, but this one is pretty. Pretty good. And we know right now the Lions are America's darling, America's sweetheart, because they haven't, you know, they haven't been here in so long and all this stuff. So this is my buddy sent this to me. Detroit, Detroit Lions fans want the Lions to sign the greatest running back ever, Barry Sanders, to a one-day contract. If the Lions make it to their first Super Bowl and a chance, it would give them a chance or give him a chance to get a ring. He is 55 years old, and would he play a down sure. in the Super Bowl? 
Yeah. What do you think about that? I, think it's, I don't uh, think he has to play. He just would have to sign the who contract. Who has a better chance of not getting destroyed on the field? <laughs> Barry Sanders or Jerry Rice? If they had to play one play. Well, Jerry, so because of his position. position. Yeah. yeah that's Jerry, because he'll stand out there. They'll have a Let's running Let's say they play. have to throw it to Jerry. <laughs> Still, I mean, there's a, a running back, They're throwing though. Jerry a screen. <laughs> There's, and then they're handing off though. to Barry. Yeah. Who gets who gets crushed harder? It's still Barry. What, what do you think about that, Whitey? Uh, it's, I don't know. You don't have to. You don't have to actually. but really stupid. But you know, we have this conversation. Give him like, a ring if you win. Give him a ring. Right. It's very right, similar yeah, to. That. Yeah. Why does he have to sign the one day contract? We could do this with the Kings, right? And we could do this with the Sixers. If the Sixers won one, do you give Allen Iverson one? I think that's why a lot of these guys have these random roles within the organization to where if it does happen, you can get a little, you can convince yourself that they should, that or they would get some because they're part of the organization. It kind of becomes the question though of like, player gets, you know, remember Anderson Verizal when, uh, when he was on the Cavs got cut and yeah, they got signed by the ring either way. But it's like, you know, if the Cavs would have won, they would have beat you to get, it's more just like a, do you want a ring if you didn't earn it? Like, yeah, it's nice yes. to be given a ring to say you have a ring and Shaq can't make fun of you anymore because you have a ring. But, you know, like the point of looking at the ring is it's like meant to be symbolic of like, oh, my God. Like, Shaq's what still going to make was. fun of you. He's definitely still He's probably <laughs> going to make really fun earn of you it. more. That's but, a great question, you know, though. It's like, what, because that goes to the whole. You just want a ring the, for the do, sake of getting Are a ring. all rings the same? No. But a, a lot of broadcasters ring? get rings, which is really cool. Yeah. But a broadcast. Do we get? Would we get one? No, probably oh. not. Well, I mean, it depends what's. I mean, I, we, we I, might. I, we, I, I, yeah. I might get one. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I'll ask about you. Okay. I'm sure you know some broadcasters that get them. I'm sure that's really cool. But it's a far cry from I was on the field and helped us win. You know? Yeah, but broadcaster versus. What's the point here? What you because you the broadcaster never put on a jersey. I right. would argue, I would argue that. Barry Sanders did. Yeah, like not, 25 years yeah, ago. But he did. <laughs> so, no, no, I think the Allen Iverson conversation is probably a better one. But I think he's it's still, still involved. It's just like, why, why, what does he want the ring for, though? He's just like, I could sell <laughs> this. This is question. great. Well, but he's like, not Terrell Pryor. I didn't he's not going to sell this. His stuff. Like I didn't, yeah. Probably will. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know what he would do. He'd be like, thanks, but like, I, I'm not going to wear this around. Like, it's almost more embarrassing in a way to be like, Hey, is that yours? I don't. I don't remember. I thought you guys lost to the Lakers. No, yeah. we did. I just. Even, I got this because Joel. I don't know if you saw all Joel these guys crazy. walking around who haven't do who never played or got garbage time. It's like or wearing whatever. fake Jordans. But they get announced as NBA champions and Super Bowl yeah. champions. Right. I, I don't think Barry Sanders would. No, then he get wouldn't. Known as he wouldn't. Though. Super Bowl champion. Barry That's Sanders. a different situation. Yeah, even if. In the unlikely event that Allen Iverson got this ring and he loved it, he's like, "Oh, this is so great." He still didn't earn it. Yeah, you know, yeah, and good for him it's as a, long as he's yeah. happy. But, but half the guys on the roster don't own it. There's only about an eight-person rotation. Well, you can say, "Hey, you know, I sharpened that iron during practice." You know. Yeah. And AI, hey, Joel Embiid makes a, a, a he, you know, Tyrese Maxey crosses <laughs> so over. Every Kyrie Irving ring has to be uh, given to uh, has to be given to no AI AI, like AI, AI AI trains with Tyrese Maxey over the summer. <laughs> Tyrese crosses over and whoever over oh, Jamal Murray and just drains it to win the NBA Finals. Mm. Hey AI, never would have done. You want it some breaking you. news, Alan? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The Hawks have a coach. 
There you wow. Go. Wow. wow. Raheem Morris being hired by the Falcons, the Rams Wait. defensive. Falcons, not the Hawks. <laughs> Same thing. No, he said, Nate said the Hawks. Oh, by you're the good, Falcons. Rams defensive <laughs> coordinator for the last two uh, years. Uh, uh. Now, we were seeing the, the breakdown where the But been I a, thought Bill Belichick was supposed to go to Atlanta. Yeah. I was told he was either Atlanta or, or the Chargers. Well, it's neither well, where now. Where is he going? Where is he going then? It's neither now. It's Washington's left, and so is uh sick job. It's on to Cincinnati. Wash <laughs> yeah, right. uh, Washington and Seattle. Seattle. Oh, dude, don't go to Seattle, please. <laughs> Belichick to yeah, Seattle. From, from Pete Carroll oh, to that's Bill Belichick. Pete Carroll's I, they got younger work. at the position. Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Am I being too disrespectful to to Bill Belichick? Would that worry Niners fans if if Bill Belichick went to Seattle? No. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so either. Uh, I can't speak for Nate. That's not going to work, though. They're not going to yeah. get rid of this. I mean, they're a year apart, right? Dude, I'm I think if you're if a Pete Niners Carroll's fan. Still, he's going to be so mad, Pete Carroll, to Seahawks yeah. if they it's, did that. It's not going like, to happen. Oh, I'm too old, huh? Yeah, right, yeah. actually. I'm too <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. mean, I think the Niners, obviously, they got bigger fish to fry with the Lions this weekend, but really just took a deep breath oh. just seeing the, the, um, the Chargers get Harbaugh. Right, mm-hmm. saying in the AFC, hey, we wouldn't if he does turn this thing around, we won't have to see him for a very long time. And I don't know if there's anybody left. I don't think Vrabel would scare the Niners going to Seattle. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think. You know, I thought Vic Fangio That's might end right. up going to the Chargers with Harbaugh because he used to work mm-hmm. with Harbaugh. But right, he, it looks like he's Eagles, going to the Eagles. Right? Yeah. Now that scares me. What about me? Matt Patricia? I, uh, he's doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fangio's a great DC, and him yeah. going to the Eagles that scares me more than say Belichick going to the. You know, Seahawks. Well, they got to fix that like offense, too. The Eagles. Yes. Yes. One thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. I saw Sirianni got asked, hey, with the bringing in the DC, what is, did you see that? It was basically somebody asked, what is it that you do here? <laughs> oh, yeah, they geez. did. And, Sir, and Sirianni <laughs> said, well, I'm not the head coach of the defense and I'm not the head coach of the offense. I'm the head coach of the football team. Sometimes I'll sit in sure. with the defense, but it just goes to show, I mean, these got these rah rah guys. They're gonna you get questioned a lot quicker if you are seen as a rah rah guy. If you are, a, I'm the offensive dude and I call the plays. People may ask, hey, do you have too much control? Right, as we've asked with Shanahan before. And if you don't, and if you don't have any of the control, they say, well, what is it that you do? Are you, basically, they're people managers. The the Pretty Sirianni much. is yeah. a people manager, mm-hmm. and Dan Campbell is a people manager. Right, that's not disrespectful. Yeah. But, and a kneecap biter. And a kneecap biter. And, and and that's why a lot of Raiders fans, you know, they said, well, sure, Antonio Pierce has the swag and everything else, but what about the X's and O's? And he, he's, he's going to be a version of a people manager. Mm. You just have to have the right guys around you. I'll just never forget when Sirianni got hired and somebody said, and they talked to a, a source who was a coach or somebody, and they said, you know, he's kind of smart. Not super smart, but kind of smart. And I laughed at that mm. at the time. And in the years since, I feel like, yeah, that's <laughs> – that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. All right. Got to get out of here. Drive Guys up next, getting you ready for Kings Warriors. Thank you for listening to Styles and Watkins. Thank you to Nate Littlefield, our guy. Thank you to John Dickinson as well for joining us. Until tomorrow, secure the bag, light the Warriors beam.